Welcome back to another episode of the Balls, Buckets, and Bowl podcast. And we have a different sort of episode for y'all today. Uh, we thought we would roll out a new, brand new show called Salty Stairs. Salty Stairs episode one. And uh, basically it's going to be just whoever I have on complaining about what's going on in the world today. So, of course, to join us for the Salty Stairs episode one would be one said Eric Stairs. How's it going? I am uh, just honored that the general concept of being pissed off could be named after me. I think that that's just the uh, the best the best award that anyone could be given. As he pops a beer open, he has a reputation yeah, to maintain. That was actually closing a beer; it kind of popped, uh, so I was unpopping the can. Uh, you'll know. And to join us for the first episode of Salty Stairs. Joe McMahon. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. That was an actual beer opening, so um, (laughs) I thought I'd try and fit in there. But yeah, thanks for having me, Joey. I'm excited to uh, shit on a lot of things. So before we get into this, um, got an exciting announcement. We're going to be having a bracket challenge group for the podcast The prize will be $50, and the entry fee will be $0. Uh, The group details will be given out at some point in this podcast, so keep listening. But for March Madness, we're going to have our own uh, podcast group. And uh, whoever comes, it'll be free to enter. You will have the details later on, and uh, should be a lot of fun. What do you guys think about that? Well, Joe got the uh, South Carolina into the Final Four last year, so he's looking to stay hot. But – uh, I got last place, I believe, but that doesn't mean that I don't know more than all of you guys. So uh, get ready. I feel your pain, Eric. I uh, I founded a fantasy hockey league, and uh, this is the first year that I've actually even made the playoffs in it, and we've been doing this for like six years. Uh, clearly, I have the most superior hockey knowledge in the league, yet have yet to even crack an eight seed. Yeah. People make the playoffs and you couldn't make it. That should have been a topic here in itself. All right, Stairs. So uh, why don't you kick us off with what's uh, what's what's pissing you off? What's on your mind right now? Well, it looks like uh, the thing that really birthed this episode was my hatred for uh, movies with Seth Rogen and uh, that whole crew <laughs> in them. And you know, I. I feel like I do a good job of doing research for this podcast. So uh, I just looked up what the ratings for this is the end is on Rotten Tomatoes. And it, it has 84%. And I'm not exactly sure how they do the ratings there on Rotten Tomatoes. But I can tell you that that movie is far less than 84% pleasing to me. Because those actors are... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Terrible. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So before we get too deep into this, I feel like we should clarify who who uh, who do you mean by Seth uh, Rogen okay. crew? Uh, what do you mean by yeah. this crew? Who's who's Let in this me, crew? Uh, I have a picture of the monsters up on my on my browser right now because I think that one of them looks like Mo Bamba. Um, it's it's <laughs> it's that really ugly fuck. Uh, Jay Baruchel is just god awful. Don't get me don't get me started on Danny McBride. <laughs> if you like, Dan- on Danny, if you like McBride? Danny McBride, we're not friends. Um, you know, James Franco is funny if you're stoned and 17 years old. 
and you know Jonah Hill. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but the rest of that squad is you know just unbearable. It's I I really do not know how people like movies where every single actor plays the same exact character in every single movie. It's I will say right off the bat, I don't even know if I even look at Rotten Tomatoes anymore when I see a movie. Oh, me neither, but I just wanted some statistical analysis on my hatred right now. I guess that would technically make this a hot take. Joe, you're a little quiet over there. Uh, You you steaming? I mean, I I don't really even watch movies, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I I have seen the interview, and I have seen This is the End. Uh, this is the end is very entertaining to me. Uh, who is it? Uh, Michael Sarah. He's like doing Coke, Coke. out of some chick's butthole, dude. Like that's, that's fucking funny. Like, I, I don't care what you say. Um, however, the interview was just like, not, I haven't seen pineapple express. Uh, I didn't see the disaster oh, artist man. because uh, it's like, well, I don't necessarily agree that, all their movies are hot garbage. I do kind of know what I'm getting when I go to see one. So, you know, next time I like get way too stoned, maybe I'll watch one of those movies, but I, yeah, it's, uh, I don't like you shit on this is the end though. I think that's, uh, that's I thought it was a pretty funny movie. I, I, you know, I, I like Danny McBride in it. I mean, I don't think he's a great actor, but he has that one role. It's just pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, that one role does not work for 12 movies. Hey, so Joe, I've got one for you. You've seen Goon, right? I have seen Goon. Okay, so Goon, it, we can all agree, is like the most rad, terrible movie of all time, right? <laughs> oh, it's that. I actually had a hard time finishing it because it was so bad, but I knew terrible. I had to because it's like, it's iconic. So, right. So it just goes to show that and, and no, and I'm looking at it right now. Um, 82% Rotten Tomatoes. You've got to be kidding me. you got to be <laughs> Okay. That movie was I, I think what you were really mad at here is Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think we need to turn this around to Rotten Tomatoes. No, you know what? No, I'm sorry. This is just like – it's just a uh, statistical uh, baseline that I'm looking for here. I'm not saying I agree, but like how – this is supposed to be a reliable source. Okay, can we just start talking shit about Rotten Tomatoes now instead of the movie's – Sure. I mean, I'll just to finish that off, though, I thought this at the end was really funny. Uh, watching Aziz get his face kicked multiple times was pretty hilarious. Uh, Michael Sarah coked out and uh, forgetting his phone in his pocket. I, that made me laugh. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie. But I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like, is no longer becoming a reliable source for a movie cr- uh, criticism, I guess. I mean, it's fake. All right, what is. I don't know. I don't even. I don't really don't even look at any criticism before I go see a movie. I just ask people: was it good or bad? Well, what if your friends are the people who rate Goon as a hundred percent on Rotten? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, then according to you, friends, they're not. They're you're not your do. friends. Oh God. Well, no. So like, the, I don't even look at movie ratings. Like I said, I don't really see movies. But like, I just look at the trailer, and if I think it looks sick, I'll go see it. But um, looks sick. Yeah, like I saw Hostiles recently. It was sick. Yeah, I've never even heard of that movie. It's Christian Man. Bale. It's a Western. It's, it's kind of brutal. A soccer player? No, not Gareth Bale. 
Maybe, 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 maybe uh, your reason for hating Seth Rogen so much is because you're uh, you're too bound up from wearing so many so many chakas all the time. Yo, they provide the exact right amount of support that you need. Chakas are a terrible shoe. Chacos? Am I going to be the minority here? Let's let's hear Joe's Chacos take. Chakas are uh, when I see men or women wearing chakas, it drives me nuts. It's like it, you know the like. The, the three-year-old kid that like can't really walk that well, but like you know he can walk. He stumbles a little bit. Like those are the types of sandals that he wears. That his mom straps on his feet with Velcro. Like you're wearing baby sandals. <laughs> That's what fucking chacos are, and they look horrendous. Oh, I get. Oh, it allows your feet to breathe, and you could go hiking in them. Like I'm not gonna go hiking with open-toed shoes. That just sounds like I'm asking for a ripped-off toenail. I mean, I just my problem is they. Anytime anyone wears them, they're outside and they just give you this god-awful tan line around your feet. And I, I really don't see what's the diff. What's the main difference between them and Choc, uh, Crocs? Chocs, Crocs. Oh, is it my turn? Okay, so I will say. So first off, have either of you guys ever owned a pair or worn a pair? No, no, of course not. I have some okay. Goddamn stuff okay. To so we have regular normal shoes that actually fit our so feet. I went and bought a pair of Chacos for one hundred and eight dollars from Tyler's uh, in the summer of two thousand. How much they cost? Fourteen. I think they're probably less if they're like uh, on sale. Anyways, so the first few days I had them, total buyer's remorse. I I was not about them, but as I have move forward i've had my pair of chacos for eight years excuse me four years and i love them and i'm not trying to make a fashion statement but what i will say is apparently they help you make half court shots and that's all that really matters in life right especially if you're on national television for eighteen thousand dollars that kid making a half court shot might have been the greatest thing that anybody has ever done in Chicago. Other than that, they are a hobo shoe. Um, they give you terrible tan lines. They give you blisters on your feet. And I really don't see why you wouldn't just wear Crocs. The girls who wore Chacos in college were the same girls that were like making sure their friends didn't take a lot of shots. Like that's the kind of person <laughs> that wears Chacos. <laughs> Maybe these same girls are uh, having trouble adulting, Joe. So here's my thing about the word adulting. I can't stand it. And <laughs> not because it's not a real word. Like There's fake words all over the place that I don't mind. This is just a – it's people, specifically millennial yuppie scum, uh, that they yuppie, just – yuppie. <laughs> They, they can't even accept responsibility for any of their actions. It's like, oh, I'm acting like an adult. Like that's what they're saying. And now I'm all for self-deprecating humor. Um, I'm all for irony. But th- this has gone too far. People really like, – the, 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 people don't know how to actually be adults. Girls are on their Instagram stories saying like, ooh, uh work 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 like work views it's like yeah everyone fucking works babe okay <laughs> like, that, that's what you gotta do to live like 
why are you showing us this? Because, oh, I know why. Because you haven't worked a day in your life up until now, and you kind of freaked out. You're like, whoa, laundry? Oh, my God. So it, like, I, it's, it's so ridiculous. And then they'll be like, oh, early mornings, and it's like 7.45 a.m., um, no, that's that's not early. Um, <laughs> people who get up early and get after the day, they're up at like 5 a.m., if not earlier. Okay? You you getting up uh, just after the sun rises is not that impressive to me. Um, <laughs> they're a grown think, adult now, Joe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm so proud of them, actually. We should uh, give them a raise because they came to work on time four days in a row. And then they left early Friday afternoon because they wanted to uh, hit happy hour and get some tapas with the with the girls. <laughs> My problem with adulting is, I, I agree, it is just too far. Not everything can be called adulting. Paying taxes cannot – not paying taxes, going to work, you know, getting an apartment – buying a dog, not all of these can be considered adulting. Just be an adult. You don't have to say you're adulting. It's that simple. It's called life. You're lifing right now. That's why I'm going to start calling it. Like, oh, man, whew. had to go get a, renew my car registration, get a smog check. I'm lifing so hard right now. Hashtag get her done. Yo. Got the inside into the stairs? Yeah, I think that the fundamental issue here is oversharing. Uh, I I don't see any problem with the idea of hating people who post about um, doing something early in the morning and you have to have that like little uh, clock thing on your snapchat story that i have no idea how to add but i think you're annoyed you're annoyed with people who are telling you things that you don't give a shit about and that's so true no i don't give a shit about anything that anybody posts but yet whenever i get bored i still look at snapchat and i see oh my god i hate you next oh i hate you too next if I'm being honest, I only watch Insta and Snap stories if I think there might be like a hot girl twerking or like maybe a potential nip slip or like a girl on girl makeout. Like I, I, I'm not watching to actually keep up to date on people's lives. I swipe through a lot. Well, maybe that's why your dating life's not going so well, Ayo. Joe. You're swiping through. <laughs> you're swiping through all these uh, these stories. We could uh, contain valuable information to uh get let into me, said girl's let me life. tell you I know, I know you had your boy on uh last pod talking about his dating life in la and yeah yeah i, I agree with him it, it's it's pretty pretty hard out of here in these streets uh but why because you can't afford 12 dollar cocktail for these hoes <laughs> oh dude i wish they were only 12 dollars. <laughs> <I sp> like <laughs> oh santa monica pricing is like it's like you're in vegas it's stupid but the now here's before I get into this, I, I will say that a lot of things I'm complaining out about there are guys that are guilty of similar behaviors, but I just want to make sure that girls are not getting off the hook here. All right, girls <laughs> suck. All right, they are mean. They are selfish. Okay, here I've got two stories for you guys right now, and these are both true stories. Um. Match with a girl on Hinge. And 
we just couldn't find time to meet hold up on, hold on, at hold any on. given time. Can you explain because- for everybody in the whole world what the fuck Hinge is? So Hinge is like a dating. It's not like a dating app. It's a dating app. <clears throat> and um, instead of swiping and instead of like a bio, people have a profile that you scroll down. They have different photos and then they also have different uh, prompts of stuff that you can get to know people. So example of that would be like, uh, you know, two truths and a lie about me or uh, my dream vacation or uh, my favorite things. And most girls put, you know, (laughs) well, you'd be surprised, but so, and you can, when you hit like, you can actually leave a comment on any given photo or, bio piece so we match um text on and off for a few weeks while we're trying to figure out a scheduling time that we can meet up and grab some drinks and then uh you know two days before so it's uh we had set it for friday so then on wednesday uh or thursday morning thursday morning i hit her up like hey yeah so for tomorrow night uh, i'll probably be back home from work around eight you know you want to meet up at like eight thirty. Uh, nothing from her all day i'm like okay that's weird and then i'm I'm not afraid to double text because i'm i'm no bullshitter <laughs> send her another text so are we still on for tomorrow this was like 12 hours later later thursday night nothing zero correspondence completely ghosted i'm like well i guess i'm not going on a day tomorrow night whatever it, it's fine i'll figure other things out so then i'm sitting like coming down like sobering up uh, at halftime during the Super Bowl, and I get a text from her. So, do you want to grab drinks tonight? I need to redeem myself. She didn't apologize. She didn't say, "Oh, I'm sorry," or, "Hey, um, I, you know, lost my phone." Like, it just, uh, "Oh, hey, I, I want to hang out with you now." I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I called her bluff uh, on getting drinks that night, but then she agreed. Because what kind of psycho texts someone during halftime of the Super Bowl on a Sunday night? Like, yeah, no I, one's I'm doing anything getting, on Sunday night but uh, going I'm to not, bed. I'm not getting drinks on a Sunday night, especially Super Bowl Sunday night. Like everybody else, I think I'm already turned. And you know, she probably was drunk uh, in her not not in her defense. No, fuck her. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so then I'm like, okay. So then we plan for. Uh, you know, later that week, I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, so <laughs> so uh, we're, we go out and it, it's good. It's actually a very good first date, despite my disdain for her after her behavior. So then uh, Valentine's Day is passing and I'm trying to like not get too involved, not give girls any ideas that we're going to be serious or anything like that. So I don't really, you know, text on and off that week. And then we had plans for like the Thursday after Valentine's Day. And she hits me up later that night and I was out with some friends, you know, g- group uh, Palentine's Day, you could call it. And uh, oh boy. I made that up. I totally like. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to allow that on I this podcast. I made that up. You, you made I created up. Palentine's Day. All right, we'll, we'll trademark it to the uh, BBB pod. Palentine's Day is for guys. I made that up. <laughs> if you do Palentine's Day, you got to send me a check for $1 in the mail. 
I will Venmo you right now. Um, but then, so then that night, she's like, oh, well, have fun. Oh, by the way, uh, can't hang, sorry, can't hang out tomorrow <laughs> night. Maybe another time. So I called her bluff again. I was like, you don't seem that sorry. And then she's like, oh, you know, this and that. Don't want to waste my time. So then I'm like, whatever. And then two days later, she hits me up. Want to grab drinks tonight? (laughs) I'm like, so because I don't give you enough digital attention. So then then I go meet her. I go to a bar by myself to meet up with her. I say, hey, I'm going to close out my tab at this bar and then bring it back over to this side of the bar because it's a shorter line over here. She's like, okay, cool. And then I go to do that, and as I'm walking back and I go back, I can't find her or the people she was with. She bails and said, like, oh, you you looked like you were having plenty of fun with some other girl. I'm like, what kind of insecure psycho are you that because I, like, bump into somebody that I know that you freak out and then bail? So I I haven't texted her since. I love this sort of – I love how this sort of turned into Joey Morales' uh, Love Variety Hour featuring right. uh, Joe McMahon. Um, <laughs> okay, now, now, no, this, so that's like kind of shitty, right? I get left at a bar by myself. Now, this uh, friend of the podcast, Derek, who? He got. Good friend, good got, friend. He got hoed Whoa. so bad. He goes to Austin. He had matched with this flight attendant. They <laughs> hung out once before. Oh, the, real quick, uh, stairs. This goes back to our old, um, our old, the the age old question is uh, who's harder oh, to man. hook up a, with, a professor or flight we need attendant? Need a whole forty five minute episode for that <laughs> shit. All right, continue, Joe. Continue. So, long story short, he hits her up. Hey, I'm in town for the weekend. What do you want to do? And he had actually been proactive, was making plans like, oh, we can go get margaritas, National Margarita Day at Iron Cactus. And then my buddy, uh, his band is playing a gig down 6th Street a few blocks away. We can go to that after too if you want or we can just you know, play it by ear. And so she doesn't respond for a few hours. He's like, okay, you know, I'm not needy. It's fine. But then nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He's like, okay, well, it's 7.30. I just don't think it's happening. And he gets on Snapchat, and you know, he's telling the boys about it. He opens up the Snap map and sees that she, her story, she is at Iron Cactus with some other dude, cucked his date idea, and uh, did it with some other guy. Oh, but oh, man. The real, the real question that? is, That's, first off, that how cucked up is low. that? And but so how did how God. did he know that she was at Iron Cactus as well? Unless, or excuse me, with another dude. Unless he was also friends with that dude on Snapchat. In which case, it's totally acceptable to go and confront them and start a riot. No, like so he's right. he's friends with her on Snap. Sees her Snap story, and then sees that she's at iron cactus so, what, on the so just snap goes map. and walks around the if, restaurant until he sees her and sees her with another dude or he he no he, he what if he, what if she was down on it getting tapas with her bitches well no he saw the dude in oh, the see you gotta totally the just oh I, I, 
you gotta you gotta start a fight yeah. at that point. There's no other option. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's your only option. You go straight to Iron Cactus, and then you raise hell. <laughs> that's the full on Donnie, bro. I've gotten in, like, I wonder. Fights there. I wonder if Snapchat. I wonder if Snapchat knows the hell they've caused with SnapMap. Oh, dude, I go private on that because I can't have insecure girls named Brooke. Oh, hey, Brooke, if you're listening, um, don't don't hope you're doing well. She probably is listening, though. I mean, let's be honest. Hey, we're uh, we're getting up there. Yeah, you I know mean, what? she's probably the millionth and what tenth viewer, million eleventh, something like that. You know what, Joe? Um, you know, a lot of guys I've been talking to have been uh, having some struggle in the game lately. I don't know uh, what it is. Something. Uh, maybe it's our generation. Maybe it's the phones. Maybe it's uh, insecurity. So, you know what I think, though? I think what would help you out, Joe, is if, you know, you just sat down, put on some good TV, and just had a big pack Stop of it. pink Starburst. Stop it. So, you know, the most annoying – no, no, pink no, Starburst going first. are Stop it. the best ones. There's two annoying things about Pink Starburn. No, the first one is, I swear to God, I've been eating like the two pack of little Starburns. You know, like the type that you get in like your Halloween candy because my, not my, but the like administrative assistant lady near my cube at work has Starburst on her desk. So I've been eating them bitches. Yeah, they're good. But um, so I'll get like like the tropical fusion type, you know, the type that's like the packaging is like purple instead of red, you know. And I swear to God, I still get these like regular ass pink Starbursts. And I swear to God, I've gotten like I would say like sixty percent of my Starbursts are pink. First off, it must be because everybody thinks that Starbursts are good, or excuse me, Starbursts are delicious. That pink Starbursts are the best. So here, let's uh, consult some real time data here that I collected today. Um, Based, based wow, more data, what, more what, data. What, what, what we got? What, Since when is he fact checking over here? Like, no, no, we're using is, saber metrics front, on candy debates. This is level one data. So, uh, thirty-five votes that I collected today. Fifty-one uh, percent of people said that pink is their favorite Starburst, which, frankly, is is just absurd to me, because I don't have a favorite Starburst, but I do have a least favorite Starburst. And it is pink, and I, I I do not understand it. I cannot place it. It is just not as good. And fundamentally, I do not understand why everybody thinks that pink Starburst is so good. So here, here, let's 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 give a little bit of context here. So second place was red. So out of 30, 35 votes. No, no, no. Wait, I mean, I'm just going by the data, what man. Are you talking about? I, I'm not allowed to vote in my own. So, so out of 35 up, votes, Let uh, talk. pink got 51% of votes. So that equates to what, 18? And then red got 29. So that's probably what, 30? That's probably 12. And then yellow got 14% of votes and orange got six. I, uh, to me, orange is just as valuable as pink. And I... I've never really understood why people think that pink starburst is the best one. And I, I, I don't have any statistical analysis to back the fact that it sucks, but it does. So I don't even really like starburst no. that much. I don't know if that's it, a hot take. 
I don't even really like Starburst that much. I don't know if that's a hot take. Uh, they're probably like third tier on the like sweet candies. What's second? I mean, I'm first. I'm breaking my jaw over here on peanut M and M's. I'm not going to chew these fucking hard plastic squares. I, I'd say like Skittles, like on the like fruity sweet. Obviously, you have different categories. You have right. your fruity sweet. You have your chocolate sweet. Um, I'd say Skittles are probably top tier. Yeah. And then um, next would probably be like, uh, I don't know, like Sour Patch Kids. Dude, Sour or... Patch Kids are A1. Dude, does anybody remember Shockers? Them hoes were so lit. Dude, Warheads? Oh my God. I would, I like, it was so painful, but like t- so good. Yeah, though. and then you ate 32 of them and didn't taste anything for two weeks. Whenever you ate fries from McDonald's, it burnt your tongue so bad. <laughs> Stairs, I just, I just don't get how you can uh, hate things that people uh, clearly love above all I, things I, else. I, I mean, get you, you seem to just, you seem to just go about your life with reckless abandon. Maybe that's why you're pulling wedgies without even looking. Yo, okay, okay. This is something that I've wanted to talk about for so long. I'm so glad yes. you brought this up. Okay, so I'm gonna give everybody right. Okay, forget everything that's been said on this podcast so far. This is the most important thing. So, I'm going to give you the uh, definite way to handle your wedgie. Okay, so you're walking around. You're in a place. You're in a place, first off, that you care about if somebody sees you pick a wedgie. That's the most important thing. If you're, if you're, not in, a, if you're in a public place, it doesn't matter. Pull that wedgie. Who gives a fuck? So, if you're walking down the hallway, say at work, you got a wedgie. What you got to do is you got to evaluate your priorities. You got to say, first off, do I care more about people knowing if I pulled a wedgie or if people want me to be professional? So, say, <laughs> so what you got to do first is you got to decide. So, let's say you got to pull your wedgie. If you got to pull your wedgie, don't turn around and look if somebody's behind you, okay? Just just look straight forward, pull that wedgie, right? You'll never oh know. You'll, you never could possibly be embarrassed. Don't turn around. If somebody saw you pull that wedgie, you'll never know who saw you pull that wedgie. You can never be embarrassed about it, right? Just just do it, okay? If you care so much, turn around. Look at, your, look at whoever's behind you. And then really, you got like a 50-50 chance. If someone's behind you, don't pull that wedgie. Go like, you know, stand in the corner and... You know, act like you're getting a phone call or something. Pull that one. 50 50 chance. More saber metrics there, Joe. Yeah. Same. Right. Yeah. Anyways. And then, you know, and then if you're a real, if you're the hardest of all the people in the world, you will turn around and you'll see somebody and you'll pull that wedgie, anyways. That's, that's the most confidence. But if you're really self conscious about pulling a wedgie, just don't turn around. That is my advice uh, forever. Well, now, so um, when you say if you turn around and you see someone, when you're pulling this, like with just going full savage mode, are you turning back around then so that then they could have direct no, no, no. view? No, no, no. So I'm talking about pull? like say, say you turning around and looking them in the eye while you pick cloth out of your butt cheeks wait i missed something start over like are you so you're turning around do you turn back around oh, and then they dude, you okay. just 
turn your I back, back to them or if are you, you staring the at them? Most you savage, them? then you can turn around and stare them in the <laughs> eyes and pull your wedgie. That just seems like sexual harassment at that point. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be. It could qualify. But you know, my main point being just. If you need to pull your wedge, you just don't turn around, and and it's all good, you know. Someone might know you pulled a wedgie, but you'll never know who it is. Oh boy, I I <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I just deal with it. I, I better uh, I better give the uh, bracket information now before anybody else stops listening. So. <laughs> that was the best information of the whole thing. <laughs> that actually is some pretty solid advice, Eric. I. Yeah, so if this were if this were like Pornhub where it shows you like where people have viewed the most, you know, that would be the spike. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? And it, now everybody's tuning out after like, they clean uh, off their keyboards. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> people just jerked off to that idea. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this is derailed. I'm, so I'm gonna quickly. need a I'm gonna need a double explicit <laughs> tag. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So for the bracket, the group name. Now you'll go search ESPN tourney, Tournament Challenge. Uh, just go click the link or just whatever. Search it on Google. First one should be first one pops up. Go search for a group name. The group name is The BBB Podcast Fans. The password is all lowercase buckets. Once again, that group name is The BBB Podcast podcast fans four words password is all lowercase buckets now how the how the prize will work when you make your bracket you need to set your name as your venmo handle if you don't have venmo tough shit entry fee is zero dollars anyways so it's free so once again you don't have venmo you probably don't have podcast listening abilities either so that's true so, uh, yeah, go on ESPN, join up. It's absolutely free. Uh, winner will get $50. $50. So uh, hope to see you out there. We will have a March Madness podcast um, hopefully next week also for you guys to get you ready for that. So last one we can talk about here, Stairs, and it's uh, a list you've made, hopefully one of many to come, and it's the top five douchebags. So why don't you give us this list and then uh, close us out. All right, so I will not elaborate on the first one, and I will elaborate on the rest ones, actually. So I've created an honorable mention, and that's just because I had to put it in there. Um, honorable mention goes to uh, people who are shitty tippers. <laughs> I just had to put that in there because I know that everybody wants to hear it. All right, so the official top five douchebags list. Number five. People that include their Briggs Myers score oh, on any social media. Oh, nobody cares. Yes. Do people, yes. Do, wait, do people actually do this? Yes. yes. People, people do it. I've never seen I promise. this. It might mean so much to you, and I'm so proud, but no one gives a shit. Number four. Wow. Number four. People who have obnoxious cars. That could mean overly large trucks or very large or very loud uh, base systems or super loud motorcycles. I, you know what? Your car is sick, dude. 
no one cares. Number three, people who post videos of them working out at the gym. <laughs> I oh man, oh, I don't know, man. I mean, there's there's some girls that do that, and I don't mind it. Just saying, <laughs> do not Go, whatever. You're freaking skipping past those Instagram videos, because, anyways, aren't you? Let me, let me. The girls who post pictures of them working out at the gyms, yeah, they probably look good. They're going to post other photos where they look better. Good for you. I'm so, so proud of you for going to the gym. I don't care about your photos. Number two, biggest douchebags. People who think that their opinions matter to others. <laughs> you know, it, it's so annoying. That's what this entire podcast is. It's so dark. So <laughs> whatever. People get on, you know, oh my God. accessible media and talk about what they think. That is just the worst. Okay. Wait, wait, before you do this last one, people so far, Joe, Stairs has revealed that you should pull your wedgies no matter what, that your opinion doesn't matter, that being Starburst are the absolute worst, that you should everyone should go around wearing chacos, um, and that Seth Rogen movies are the absolute worst in the entire world. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need I need a drum roll for number one. All right, Joe, you're our uh, resident rock star. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be like a death metal drum roll. Okay. Number one biggest douchebag: people who make lists. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, punchline. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Seriously that... though, no one cares about the thirty-eight best movies of the eighties. You know, like give it up, Buzzfeed. <laughs> I don't know if that makes him a douchebag, though. Also, BuzzFeed hire me. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. BuzzFeed, I, I love that news source. Uh, you know, 38 corgis that just can't even right now. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's some hard-hitting capital J journalism. Capital J. Okay, J now, okay, journalism. Speaking of capital J. All right. All right. That was the <laughs> first edition of salty stairs um i think we're all vented out i think we did a lot of healing here for joe i think we uh exposed a lot of serial killer uh like um traits uh, out of stairs hope you guys uh, all join the bracket challenge should be a lot of fun should be uh fun to see you guys fail miserably when the when the podcast takes it down Make sure to follow us on iTunes at the BBB Podcast, on Twitter at the BBB Pod, also on SoundCloud at the BBB Podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, you can let us know if the if you don't like this segment in the comments. Let's say this segment sucked, but uh, still give us a five-star review because that's what cool people do. Joe, uh, how can the people find your death metal punk hate my life band? Uh, you can find us at Deadlights Punk. Uh, that's D-A-D-E-A-D-L-I-T-E-S-P-U-N-K on all platforms. And um, yeah, that's it. And Stairs, how can the people find you on Twitter for your ridiculous, awful, god-awful Star Wars takes? Yeah, you can find me at Eric Stairs. That is spelt at M-I-C, actually M-I-K-E-T-R-O-U-T. 
uh, let me know if you mm-hmm. want to meet up. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I think that's about it folks. Um, for Joe, for crazy oh. stairs. I'm Joey. See you later, folks.